Good evening, my friend. Good morning, my friend. It's 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 like natural, just rolls right off the tongue. Um, I feel like this week on our weekly podcast, we got a lot to talk about. We got a lot to catch up on, right? Because it's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's been a year. It's been a couple. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, how many minutes has it been? Hey, Alexa, how many minutes has it been since March 11th, 2021? Thursday, March 11, 2021 was 1,273,222 minutes ago. We cracked the million. We did. I and <laughs> so in my um in, in in my infinite research, because like as we've talked about when we record these podcasts, there's there's a massive time difference because we're clearly on opposite sides of the world. Um yes. I you know, as we were getting this together this morning. And you're like, hey, I need a couple more minutes. I was able to do some research. And I do know that our last episode was March of 2021. Um, so, you know, yeah, it's 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 been a it's been a bit since we've recorded. And uh, it's to me, it's fascinating on kind of how life works, because you and I have been in contact uh, over the last few years. But like life has been moving very fast. Change has been happening for both. And what oh, I, yeah. I, in the best way possible, but like, yeah, it's, it's, it's been, uh, it's been quite different. Um, but, and, and I think the best way possible for both of us. Um, but yeah. one thing I do want to talk to you about is, um, your Star Trek TikToks that you're apparently oh. making. Now. <laughs> I um... you didn't think that's what I was going to start with, did you? No, I didn't. I didn't. I had no idea where you were going to start. Um, yes, I I am starting to do Star Trek TikToks. They actually yeah. get more views than my regular TikToks. Um, it, it all started because Star Trek Strange New Worlds is out and it, it's the one that uh, my partner had never seen because yeah. obviously it's being released currently. So... Um, I was being a dutiful girlfriend and was watching that with him one episode a week. Yeah. And, um, well, actually, I'm only just starting to do one episode a week because we were really far behind, so we were sort of watching them every night. Yeah. And I got really into it. Yeah. And then I did this thing where I was like, should I do Star Trek TikToks? And everybody on TikTok went, yes, you should do Star Trek TikToks. So last night was my first, uh, my first official Star Trek TikTok which was uh, season one, episode one, The Cage, the original Star Trek from 1966. So you're going to go that back through. <laughs> so you're going back through all the Star Trek shows. Yeah. And you're, oh, oh, I love that. Yeah. I, I well, I, I like very, it because it's um, something that he enjoys doing with me too. So. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, one... I hadn't gotten into Star Trek, not because I'm like, oh, you can only like Star Wars or Star Trek, but you know how mm -hmm. deep I dove into Star Wars. And there's a lot of Star Wars stuff to dive through. But when you said that, I'm like, maybe I I should check out Star Trek because I know there's an entire library to, to jump into. Uh, It's the 2020s. There are no rules now. Uh, and I, uh, as um, 
uh, being the the dutiful Barbie with well, there are no rules except in her kids' time you're here because we don't live in the same place. And she was like, "Yeah, I'd like to do that, and I'd like to take your mom." And then we, uh, I guess, this weekend or not this weekend, maybe this Thursday is when they're going to stop playing that movie. So uh, I'm going to have to wait, or I'm going to have to go on my own, which I'm probably honestly just going to wait because I can do that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there, there, there are no rules in the 2020s. Um, I do find you, you mentioned TikTok and views, and I feel like TikTok is very, uh, very tight with the views these days. I, I feel like they like to keep the, the the views right around 200. They like to give, for me, they like to give me a bunch of views within 20 minutes to where I think something's going to take off, and then it just like nose yeah. dives. I'm like, people are interacting with this. There's comments. There's saves. What are you doing, TikTok? So, yeah. Exactly. I um, yeah. I I sort of tend to not go off views anymore. I tend to go off how much interaction is coming yeah. from something. And so, I guess with my normal film reviews, I was sort of getting three or four comments. Mm -hmm. And then the first time I posted anything about watching Star Trek, I got twenty something comments. And I went, okay, there's there's, there's an audience for this, and yeah. it's something that I'm going through. So I'm happy to happy to share it. Um, the only feedback that I got that wasn't positive was that I am not allowed to call Klingons poo heads, and I am not allowed to call the um, uh, Enturians, I think they're called Enturians, uh, uh, bug faces. Um, there is no discrimination in Star Trek. They are an accepting bunch. And so uh, that was the feedback I got was, no, we accept all people here. So you can't give them nicknames, and I'm like, and and I apologize, and I said that I would, uh, I would definitely get better with it the more I learned what yes, what races people were. So, <laughs> so you're basically, I mean, you, it, it's it's fun that you're doing these videos because as you're learning about Star Trek, you're documenting this. And, yeah, uh, yeah, that's no, I I I like that, and I've seen the um, when I'm when I'm viewing videos, which typically when I'm my my whole thing on social media has basically been upload and that's it. And I I haven't um, I'm just now getting back into like where I'm viewing a lot of of stuff and interacting with people and like um, social media as always uh, is is an ever changing thing. And I mean I guess that's one thing since you and I have last recorded this podcast. I, I feel like Instagram's a lot different than the last time we spoke. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I, I am. Um, so my interactions on TikTok, I don't tend to have anyone I actually follow ever come up. Yeah. Um, so at the moment, my TikTok is ironically uh, Christmas decorations, Halloween decorations. I, I feel like the FYP is go. feeling me. And um, um, I have a lot of Star Trek stuff coming up now. Um, and um, basically any cow videos. That's Explain my TikTok. So I, yeah, baby cows, calves. I know. Oh, I know they're called, yeah, okay. they called baby cows because it makes them sound cuter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, as for Instagram, I, you know, I, I'm kind of crap with Instagram at the moment. I, I don't post very often. I think it's, I think it's very much a reflection of um, when you're really happy, you just. I still take the photos. 
I just um and and I found that I'm more likely to post something on my stories than on my page. Yeah. So like yeah. it's I take the photo and then it's it's fleeting and then it's gone. But I think sometimes when you're really happy, you don't need the world to weigh in on it. Oh yes. I, and, I and, yeah. Yeah. And I I have the validation. I have the validation from within myself and within the people that I love. But I don't I don't need to have strangers telling me how amazing I am. The, in fact, the, most of the time when I post on Instagram, it's usually because I bought clothing from a plus size store that I think could get a bit of a shout out. And so it's like, a, hey, I got this yeah. really cute outfit at this place, you know, yeah. or um, every now and then it, it may be an appreciation post for my partner every now and then. But I mean, it, it took us over a year to go Facebook official. <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not great with the, the social media. And I, I do think it's a reflection and that's not true for everybody because some people it's the opposite that when they're really happy, they post a lot and when they're not, they don't. I've always been the opposite. Um, I look at my Instagram heyday when I was doing stories and I was, I had a lot of followers and, and all of that stuff. And I was so deeply unhappy, deeply unhappy. And so you know, still with a positive outlook. I've, I've always been a positive yeah. person, but I was so deeply unhappy that any kind of validation felt necessary. I needed it yeah. and now I don't. And that's that's not a bad thing. And I think, you know, because my Instagram has always been personal, there is no business attached to my Instagram. There's no business attached right. to my TikTok, but, you know, if somebody wanted to give me a job reviewing movies, I'd take it. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I think because my Instagram has always been personal, there's no absolute need to have the world tell me that I'm doing a good job at being a human because I'm doing a good job at being a human. Yeah. For the most part. I'm I'm laughing because <laughs> you you and I are on the same page with this. And I think this this is actually a really good topic to to dive into because you and I have a similar point of view and we can explore the other points of, of view on this because I think it is a, it, it is a, it, it's a couple of big topics. It's like when you're, it, it, one has to do with, you mentioned validation, which ties into how we view ourselves and what we need to feel fulfilled and worthy. And the yeah. other part is when you, when you're sharing with the world, your, your actual life, and your relationship. And I, I'm absolutely of the, I want the real life experience. And I understand there are people that are like, this is what's going on in my life and it's great. And I want to document it and I want to share it. Um, however, for me, where social media has all almost always been tied to some kind of business or some kind of message. And so much of my, at my, my professional life is being on the internet. I really, when I got into a relationship and it's a really, 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 really good relationship, I didn't want to share that with everybody. I take all the photos. As a matter of fact, after the visits, I send the photos to the drugstore and pick them up for the one hour photo and I put them in an album. I love that. I love the. I love that. I want to do that. I'm you so should, you should do totally that. do that. Well, yeah. and you can see that's what I do 
with the and I and I mentioned that like the Heather and I don't live in the same place. Um, you know, I I like looking at the physical photos, you know. I like there's there's yeah. memories, there's like little remembrances all over um all over my place. And it's like I just I like that. I, I like having the physical like being able to see the stuff and turn the pages and do all that. I'm not like that with actual books. I know a lot of people are like that with books. Like I like to feel the pages. I'm like, hey, give me a Kindle because I don't like clutter. But yeah, I'm like actual books as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you and I, I'll tell you what. My my compromise on that is like is the library. So I will go to a. I, I will get books from the library. I like the physical books. I'll have my bookmark. I'm looking at my books right now because I have them sitting right underneath my uh, end table by my couch. But yeah, I don't, um, I really, I, I think if you get to know, I, you know, who I, who I present myself as my persona online is me, but it's me like as a person, as you know, there's a lot of layers to me and I only share probably if I'm a 15 layer person, I might go to layer five or six online. So what you see is me and you have given me the most wonderful compliment i think you can give anybody that you meet on the internet which is when you met me in person you said i seemed like the exact person that you exactly how you thought i'd be yeah and i think that's that's the biggest compliment that you can get but i also don't think that i mean i personally don't think people need like deserve access to your life either and you know the other mm -hmm. thing a lot of what the and, and you touched on this, and I was absolutely in this in this position too. And this is uh, you know looking back at things like before my divorce and, and really you know going all the way back. Like the internet was an escape for me. It yes. was a chance for me to do all the stuff that I was doing. You remember how many, how many weekly podcasts did I have? You and I had one that we did for years, but I always I had a weekly podcast coming out almost every day there for a while. Yeah, I had all of this stuff that I was doing with with YLF, and I had all this these things that I was involved in, and you know it wasn't from it wasn't necessarily for validation because I figured out fairly early on that like everything online comes down to numbers, views, comments, follows, and all that. It's it's a it's a numbers game, and if you don't get the best, the, the better you do at not getting swept up into it, the better you're going to feel about yourself because a lot of times people will not only feel the validation from people liking and commenting, but it's the number of likes and it's the number of comments when they post their, their, uh, you know, uh, picture with their significant other. And it's like, you know, I, I think, and again, there are definitely people that just want to showcase aspects of their life. And this is why I don't agree. People are like, oh, you're only showing your highlight reel. No, I'm showing you the aspects of my life that I want to show. It isn't necessarily That's just my life. Like, this is my life. But at the same time, I feel like there's a lot of people that are showcasing their life one way. And then behind the scenes, it's an absolute shit show. And that's not their life at all. And we all talk about how important authenticity is. I, I watched a docuseries on Disney Plus the other week and it was about influencers. Okay. And one of them was about a, a family of kids who used to do YouTube videos and um, yeah. 
And what was found out was that these kids were actually being starved and abused by their mother and that they did these YouTube videos because it was the only time that they were guaranteed to get a meal. Um, and so it, it's like anything. You know, if you look at something through a, a secular way, like a tiny little hole, you only see what you can. And and in terms of, of personal information or personal life, I don't I don't see anything wrong with that. Right. Um I I went through a stage in my life where I was quite open. Yeah. You know, I was always that person where I, you know, I was open. What you saw was what you got. Um and that burnt me. That burnt me in a lot of ways. And it frustrates my family to death how private I am. It frustrates a lot of people how private I am. Mm -hmm. If you're in my circle and I trust you and I tell you things, that's wonderful. Um, but I also don't do that with many people. And and I'm really, really good at deflecting. Our, our dear friend, Willie Gillis, yeah. has often said to me, how are you? And when I go, "I'm, how are you doing? Tell me about your life. I'll go, no, 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 no that doesn't fly and and so i i think it's i i don't see anything like i have no issue with people showing a glimpse of their life online if you just want to show the highlights great if you want to be that person crying on your stories because i did that once many many yeah. years ago yeah. that that's not who i am but if that's who who you are if that's how you need support great that's what you need um but it is, I think it's about recognising your personal triggers and your personal attachment to social media. If you're somebody who has waited your whole life to travel and your kids are finally grown up and you're travelling the world and you want to post a photo every day because you're just like, yeah. yes, this is my life and this is amazing, go for it. You don't need the validation from other people. You're just sort of, you know, you're, you're doing a brag. You're allowed yeah. to do a brag yeah. if you want to do a brag. Mm -hmm. But... I, yeah, I, I guess I guess if it comes down to it where you feel like you're only posting because you need attention that you're not getting in your life, that that's when it that's when you need to stop posting. Yeah. And you need to stop posting for a number of reasons. You need to stop posting to see who's still there when you're not posting. But also you need to stop posting to evaluate, to work out who you are why you're feeling the need for outside validation, yeah. what's going on that you can't validate yourself. And we, we all have times when we can't. We all have times when we can't self-validate. Yeah. Um, you know, if, and I, and I will say this, and I know that we have previously touched on this, if you're married yeah. and you're seeking validation outside of your marriage and you're not in an open marriage or a polyamorous marriage, if you're seeking validation outside of that marriage, <laughs> you need to you need to evaluate where you're at and what it is that's missing. Yeah. Um. Because it's a dangerous game that you're playing. Yeah. And you know it, it's it, but it does come down to. You know, sometimes it's a. I don't feel so great about how I look today and I want to put a picture out there so that people can tell me that I feel great. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's an ice cream cone. It's a bit of sweets, a bit of sugar. It's, you know, it's not giving you any real nutrients. 
but you know it feels good in the moment and and that's okay but when you keep needing ice cream cones yes yes you know how can we get some real nourishment going there how can we get some nutrition in so this i think I, i think there's a few um wonderful things that i'm glad you brought up one we all do we all at times cannot see within ourselves like what we need we all need and and everybody needs validation but yes we need to get to we need to get to a point where a lot of that validation comes um from ourselves um i'm a i i think and i think therapy and the and you know i mean i do a lot of stuff around mental health and i do a lot i do a lot of interviews with guys talking about this which i think is the most of all the content i do the interviews with guys talking about emotions and how they never really learn how to process and and express and how they feel inadequate and just having those conversations and hopes of starting other conversations with the people in their lives with a qualified therapist counselor uh and ultimately and also the conversations they have with themselves i think that's the the most important stuff that i do and i but i do think we all need in in the in the time that we live in how fast paced everything is we're talking about social media i think um we need help to navigate that and i think that comes from working with qualified professionals and it's way more than just well i need somebody to talk to no you need somebody to be able to unpack your life see the patterns that you um oftentimes don't see sometimes just choose to ignore call you on your on your shortcomings but in a very disarming way to where you're not going to be really defensive and i think that's been the biggest benefit for me working with my therapist now the other thing that you talked about and i want <laughs> mass like it's it's funny to see when you um so social media i think it's an escape for a lot of people and i think it's you you can do there's the statement that social media is a tool you can use it for what you want to use it for you can use it as entertainment you can use it to get a message out you can use it to learn but i i think the easiest thing that a lot of people do is they do use it for validation and whether you're married or whether you're in a committed relationship it's a it's an interesting look when you're in a committed relationship and you're either posting things online to get attention and this is this is everybody this is men women whatever you identify as or you're either in the comments doing all this or you're even just liking a lot of those posts and i think what a lot of people will say is well I'm liking this. I'm just supporting what they're doing. Here's the here's the interesting thing about everything we're talking about here. Only you as an individual can determine where that line is for yourself. So and and, and there's a very clear conversation here that has to happen, but it's it's not it's not the responsibility of you or I to tell people what it is that they need to talk to their partner about. But what we can talk to people about is you in your head know where the line is. Oh, yeah. And you can't, if you can't call yourself out on your own BS and say, you know what? 
I shouldn't be acting in the way that I act. I shouldn't be doing the stuff that I'm doing. It's got to stop. And I, I mean, you'll hear people say, oh, well, I'm just supporting. Are you really? There's, there's certain, there's certain posts that you tend to throw more support at than the others. And here's the funny part. It's very open. People on the end, like people that are connected, see you. I mean, cause you'll, you'll see like when somebody posts something, what do you see? You see the same women and men liking and in the comments. And I mean, you know who the thirsty people are, you know, who the thirsty posters are and you know, who the thirsty people in the, um, in the comments and in the likes and all that are. And again, intent matters. So are you truly a super supportive person or how much of this is a, is a level of thirst because you're not getting what you want to get in your own life and your actions? Oh. <sighs> Preacher Daryl's in the house, yo. <laughs> it's 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 accurate it, it is it's accurate i i mean for those of you playing along at home if anyone wants to know what it looks like to be in somebody's comments and not be thirsty look at any comment that daryl or i have ever commented on each other's photos that's true that's what it looks like to have a genuine male female relationship where there's nothing other than just friendship um I, I, I think it's really important to look. At, you know, everything you were saying, I was agreeing with. You were actually talking about, and and I'm like in my head going, you, you, when you were saying cut the BS, I'm thinking you have to be honest with yourself, because you know, you know in your heart when you're doing something. You know the minute that you start texting it, and then whether or not you hit send uh, on the line. <clears throat> I have certain things uh, that I don't have that I haven't had in, in previous relationships, in my current relationship. I don't feel comfortable in my current relationship calling another man handsome or sexy. Those two words are for my yeah. partner. Yeah. I can say that someone's looking good. I can say that's a great outfit. I can say, you know, I can tell you're working hard on yourself or, you know, you know, you look, if, if, even saying somebody looks cute, I'm okay with that. But handsome and sexy are reserved for one person. Male yeah. wise, one person, because I, you know, I tell Lou that she's sexy all the time. What? <laughs> <laughs> Lou, if you're listening, you should be. She's she's not listening. She she no, had a baby. She four days ago. She's not listening. No, she's not listening. <laughs> You'll have to let her know that she was mentioned, so she'll have to listen. Oh my gosh, and, I will. I'll, I'll yeah. tell her that she was mentioned 26 minutes in. <laughs> See, we used to not do that. We used to just say, "Hey, we mentioned you." And it was at the very end of like a two-hour-long podcast. Yeah, I look. I I think that it's a it's a thing where you have to look at what you're comfortable with, and and you know what you're comfortable with. You know, the minute you think about deleting something, you're like, "Am I comfortable with this?" You know, and and that's okay. Like that, you can choose your own boundaries. You can choose to step over lines. I'm not saying that you can't. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just, I think, just be aware. I, I think we talk about how social media presents this glimpse of perfection into people's lives, and it does. And the the people that you meet, I, I think you made a really good point at me saying you're exactly who I thought you were through social media, right? Yeah. Yeah. But again. If 
if we didn't know each other to the level that we do yeah um because because i think we're through a few you know we're a few layers down you and i yes. we're not I, I, surface level friends if i had met you and we were surface level friends i i could have still said the same thing yeah you know because it depends on how much you give away and and so i think if you're looking at social media you want to sort of be true to yourself enough yes. that you are presenting a, a genuine aspects of who you are but look i also understand that the need to hide in social media i'm not judging anybody that does that i yeah. did that i did that for a long time i guess what i'm saying is i've been there it yeah. took me a long time to realize that that's what i was doing with social media yeah um and but i was i was I was desperately unhappy and having somebody give me some, uh, you know, in the grand scheme of things, meaningless contact uh, compliment. I was looking back through old Instagram photos the other day and I was reading these comments and going, I don't even remember who that person is. <laughs> I had to go and click on their profile and half of them don't have profiles anymore, right? Because, you yeah. know, a lot of the accounts were weight loss accounts and, you know, people feel guilty and delete an account. <laughs> but, but I, I just remember getting these, like, you know, and at the time those compliments meant something. I don't remember who these people were. And yeah. so I guess, it, you know, I, I'm never going to be the person that says social media sucks. I met my partner through social media. Yeah. Um, yeah. But also I think, I guess my message is just to be careful what you're using it for or how you're using it is probably a better way to say it. Careful well, how you're using it. And I think the other thing which was mentioned, but I want to bring it back to this is again, we don't know. I, I'm glad that you mentioned if you're in a real like whatever your relationship dynamics are there are open relationships there are different situations and there's different things where and and you know i'm, I'm tying that into what you said about if you choose to overstep a, a boundary or cross a line that's on you i mean at the end of the day everybody's an adult and you're making decisions as an adult um but you know you just you you're right like the comments and stuff you're not gonna know <laughs> you're not gonna remember these these individuals in the future like a lot of the stuff that seems very nice in the moment that's literally all that really is is it's nice in the moment and i'm i'm the same way with social media you know i met um you know i i met my my person through there and I also, I mean, my work, I know you're, you've got a big grin on your face right now when I say that. Um, yeah, but also, a like, I do. <laughs> I, I, I really do. And it's really, um, yes. And so she and I met through social media and, you know, my work is through social media. I teach independent restaurant owners how to brand themselves, a lot of which comes on social media. And a lot of which got me the job is because I have this portfolio of the stuff done on social media and podcasting. And I mentioned the platform around men's mental health and 
I've built all this stuff around your level fitness. I love the internet. The internet has been great for me. The internet has been great to me. But it again, you have to look at how you're using it and what you're using it for. And that I think all we're really wanting people to do is have honest conversations with yourself. Because here's the deal. The easiest person for you to lie to is yourself. And that's yeah. that's where a lot of, oh boy, we, we could have so many splinter conversations on that. Just make sure that you are in full awareness and, and knowing and control of what it is that you're doing. I, I think one of my favorite things I, I heard about social media is uh, Kate Winslet was being interviewed because she refuses to let her kids be on social media. And somebody said, oh, you know, but like they're probably sneaking it behind your back. And she's like, no, she, she said, like, we've, we've made it really clear that it's not acceptable. And, and she said, because the problem is, is you see an amazing cloud and you take a photo of the cloud and you post that photo online and all of a sudden all these people tell you that the cloud is shit <laughs> and it changes your perspective of the cloud. Yeah. It's like, I just want my kids to see a cloud and go, wow, that's an amazing cloud. Mm -hmm. And, and I get that. I, I really like that. I, I think, yeah, I, I think that it can be dangerous to place your opinion of yourself in the value of other people's opinions. People that you really don't know too. Yeah. You yeah. Know. You, you really don't know because I mean, you know, we're again, everybody's putting aspects of themselves out there. And when you yeah. see that at scale, this is part of the reason like why in a couple of years, like these <laughs> these comments aren't going to mean anything. If you go back and see it and you're like, oh, there's no face on this profile. Who the heck was that? I don't even remember. Who that. was that? <laughs> Every now and then I scroll through my Instagram messages. Yeah. Because for whatever reason, I've been really good at deleting, like deleting messages. Because that's what I do. If I read it, I respond to it. It doesn't matter. I delete it. Right. If it's somebody that I have a friendship with, I'll keep it there. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it, just like you saying, you don't like books in your house because it feels cluttered. I don't like too many things in my inboxes. It feels cluttered. Um, yeah. and so, but Instagram is the one app that I've never done that because I, I, I discovered too late that that's the kind of person that I am. And it just, no matter how much I deleted, there just was more there. And, um, <laughs> yeah. And every now and then I do a scroll and I just see these, uh, all these messages from Instagram user. So yeah. these accounts don't exist anymore. And and I think, wow, I wonder what that conversation was. Why, you know, who who was that person? That person that I obviously haven't noticed isn't a person in my life anymore. Yeah. You know, and um yeah, I think invest in you and go from there. I yeah, I think this is um that, that, that applies to all areas of life. Invest yeah. in yourself and go from there. Online, offline. And I think, you know, um, there, there's a number of manners. See, this is this is the good thing. Like this could be this could be a weekly podcast again, couldn't it? You you and me, honey. We we got a podcast chemistry that you know can't be denied. <laughs> um 
You know, I, I think that's that's really kind of the that's the whole thing in life. I, I feel like you start with yourself. If you know yourself, then you can figure out what it is that you want. Then you can figure out how you're going to get there as things start going again because you know yourself and you know. I, I think so much of life is based on feel and um, and and just knowing your tendencies and adjusting and moving forward. And I think if you know who you are, all of this stuff is easy. I feel it, but I feel like it's very easy if you don't know who you are. It's easy to get sucked up in the distraction. So that's why I do think starting with yourself and going from there is a um, is a good thing. Uh, I will say that um, you know I I, I want to shout out to uh, did Did you tell anybody that we were recording a podcast? Does anybody like no? Because I, I know I know Nick and Nick and Michelle will listen to this. And uh, Nick is you connected you connected us, and uh, man, what what a what a sweet couple they are. I actually and I actually interviewed both of them. Did you did you hear that podcast episode? Were they both? Uh, on? Yes, I listened okay. to that one. Yes, yeah. I, I have to be honest. Yeah. I haven't I haven't listened a lot lately, but um, Nick had told me that that you guys had done an episode, and I listened to that one. I'm, yeah. I I caught up with him um, last year. When I'm yeah. just not last year, the year, last year maybe, maybe the year before. Oh gosh, all my years are, are melding together. <laughs> this is what COVID does to us. I think it was last year I caught up with them in uh, Queensland. Yeah, and I keep telling them that they need to come for a weekend down there, <laughs> that they can stay with me. Come for a weekend. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think. Um... I, I I still think one of the best things about the internet is you can connect with really good people. I, and I think, you know, again, kind of with the stuff that we've talked about, a lot of it, a lot of what we're talking about today is getting to know yourself, connecting with yourself, and being able to be honest with yourself. And, and, you and look, I think it's important to understand that that people feel trapped. Yes, they do. You You can feel trapped in a lot of ways. Right. Yes. You can feel trapped in a marriage. Yeah. You can feel trapped in circumstance. It's it's that thing of, you know, everybody goes. There's always a choice, and yeah, there is always a choice. But the truth is, sometimes they're both really shitty choices, and you don't want to pick one or the other, right? Well, in self preservation, you have to take yeah. care of yourself, and yeah. you know that's that's the other thing. As we're talking about this, like, this is not from. I don't. I, we're not judging anybody, like. No, nobody we're knows. talking about this from experience. And I, I think knows. it's really funny yeah. that you're saying self-preservation and taking care of yourself because I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like men aren't taught this in the same way that women are. We're taught self-last. That's how we're taught. Yeah. Everybody else first. And that makes it really difficult. You feel trapped, but you have children or a husband you feel trapped, but you have colleagues. You feel trapped. You know, it, it's the um, it's it's one of those things. And and my whole life, my whole life up until two years ago, my whole life I put everybody else first. Right. Always, I would tell right. people not to do that. I was really good at counselling people to tell them to put themselves first, and you know, to work out what their needs were and to not feel trapped. And the whole time, I'm wearing this massive sign that says "Hello, I'm a hypocrite." Um, and 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 it wasn't until I got 
past that a little bit, that I realized how trapped I was. It wasn't until I spoke of resilience, like I even knew what it meant. Right. And we, you know, and, and that there are ways that you can talk about resilience, but one way that you don't talk about resilience is telling people to just get up and keep moving in terms of their emotional health. You heal in whatever way you need to heal. Because my whole life I was taught, just push it down and keep going. And so, I did that. I think, I, I think there's a disconnect between men and women because we were actually taught the same thing, but in different ways. So putting everyone else first is a very easy trap to fall into. And I'm glad that you mentioned that like just moving forward without dealing with our emotional health is a major thing. And that's, you know, the thing that gets me with guys is what we're taught. It's, it's the thing you, you, you take care of, of your family, you provide, you when you're dealing with something you don't talk about it you push it down and i think what we have found and this is based on and this is men and women when you get into our age range uh when when you're in i think when you get into your 30s and 40s you start to realize that all the stuff that you've been pushing down comes seeping out oh and yeah if you've never really figured out how i mean we're talking about people not being able to connect with themselves if you haven't connected with yourself that's the first step how the heck were you ever going to be able to process and deal with anything and the thing that you know one of the biggest things for me we have talked about this a number of times on the podcast but the the statistics of depression and suicide for men are yes are just absurd and the thing that every time something happens what people say is well i'm here if you need to talk Men don't know, we don't know in general, and this is, again, this is me making a general statement, but this is me also going off of over 30 conversations that I've had with men from different walks of life, different generations, but coming to a similar message, which is I was never taught how to, I, I was taught that feeling and expressing emotions was a weakness and I was never taught how to do it. And most of them have had situations where they've tried to express how they feel but the person that they were expressing themselves to used that as a weapon against them. And maybe they did that with one person, maybe they did that with 12, but they got to a point where they're like, Hey, you know what? I'm just not going to express any of it because it's easier to not feel that kind of pain. And then the other problem, once you start really, again, doing what we're talking about, which is connecting with yourself and working outward, well, you still have all these people in your life that were from that have gotten a version of you where you were putting everybody else ahead, where you weren't talking about how you felt or were using that against you. So then it's an uphill battle because then you have to like really take stock of who's in your life and, and then to what level. And then you've gotten to this point where you know who you are, you know what you want, you know how to express yourself, but then you look around and you're like, nobody's here because you had to clean house. Now, eventually, oh, yeah. eventually the people that because you, and again, it does all start with knowing yourself. Then you know what you want. You know what acceptable boundaries are. You know how to enforce those. Then the people that you choose to have in your life are there for a reason and you get to a really good place. But man, I mean, getting from where I think all of us start, if we 
have always put other people first and we're trying to connect with ourselves, there is so much shit that you have to go through. Um, oh, yeah. I can't go through an entire podcast without cussing. I, that's that's a thing with you and I. I, um, yeah, I, I. I broke it first. I said the first shitty, so we're okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're, it was me. So we're, we're, we're good on that. But like, <laughs> but like, oh my gosh! It's like if, if somebody tell if, if somebody were to tell you what this process is, it's like well, first you have to connect with yourself, and then as you start to do that, you're going to lose a lot of people. And then if you have always put others first, when you start losing people. You're going to have to fight every people-pleasing tendency that you've had in your entire life, and then you're going to look around, and it's literally just going to be you. But then eventually what happens is you start putting people in your life that deserve to be there, and, and people are there for reasons. Like yeah. there are reasons that they're in your life. There's reasons that they allow you in their life. It's 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 a great place, but there's a lot of of destruction and chaos to get there it's it's this thing where you just i i pushed stuff down for so long yeah that i didn't i didn't even know where to start i had put somebody else's needs ahead of me my whole life my whole yeah. life yeah. You know, I, I went through a childhood with a sick parent. There was needs mm -hmm. that prioritized, priorita prioritized mine. And yeah. then I had a mother who quite often needed taken care of. There was needs that prioritized mine. And then I was married and with somebody who was very unwell. Yeah. There were needs that prioritize mine and and it and it becomes a thing where you push it down so much that you don't even know where to start you don't know who you are without it and and you're so good at saving face all the time and i i sort of i, I guess my 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 saving grace was that i i knew i could take care of myself I knew I had the ability to do that. And I did that. I did that a lot. Um, but also that you have to forgive yourself for things that you've done too. There were things that I did along the way, things that I'm not proud of or things that I could have handled better or differently, things that I did for validation or attention, things that I did out of anger or or hurt things that I said to people who totally deserved it but that you know as me that's not something I should have done that's not who I am right yeah. I am not that person that tells you exactly what I'm thinking because trust me I'm far more cynical than people realize um, I, I said things you know, I, I said things that I don't regret saying but I maybe wouldn't have said them had I not been in those circumstances and I think I, I guess the thing you have to do is forgive yourself for that. You have to go, you know what? I slept with someone I should have, shouldn't have. Well, I was going through a really shitty time and I just needed to not feel for five minutes and I'm okay with that. I yeah. said something really horrible to somebody who totally deserved it and that's not who I am, but that's who I was in those five minutes and I just have to own it and, and move on, you know? And... And 
I think forgiveness, you, when we talk about forgiving other people, the yeah. forgiveness is not for them. It's about, it's forgiveness for us. It, it allows us to move forward and let it go. Um, and when you're trying to forgive yourself, it takes a lot of work, but it's yeah. this amazing sense of freedom when you do that, you know, when you live, I, I lived in self-loathing for so long, so long. I, you know, and because I have this ridiculous retentive memory that just can't forget a thing ever, ever, like yeah. photographic memory that I remember everything. I remember every insult, everything that anybody ever said to me. It's kind of like living the worst days of high school every day. My memory, like that's, that's kind of what it can be like. Um, and so there was a lot of self-loathing and, and a lot of it was my own fault from other yeah. influences. I listened to what people thought of me. Yeah. And I think if you met 10 people that all knew me, all 10 of them would give you a different opinion of me. And what that is, is a reflection of them and not me. Yeah. You know, um, because how people see us is always a reflection of them, how they see us. Yeah. You can only listen to how you see yourself. And if you don't like yourself, it's not okay to not like yourself, right? Right. But if you don't like yourself, we've all been there. We've all yeah. had moments where we don't like ourselves. It's how much that's there and how much that's impacting and working on moving past that. And, and I think you... You were you were talking about. Oh, I'm sorry, I just lost my train of thought. You were you were talking about uh, men's mental health and not being able to express their feelings. Yes. And um and I think for women, we're not allowed to express our anger. Anytime a woman expresses anger, it's always she's either PMSing or on her period. No, buddy, I'm not on my period. You're just an asshole, and I'm telling you that. Like, um, and because of that, I think that I, I think any type of emotion suppression can really build up inside people. There are people that when you speak to them, and and you know where you hear the rage just under the surface, and yeah. and I just yeah. go, oh, what is going on there? There's there's a there's a lot of hurt yeah. there. But as a woman, if you express your anger, that's always people's first thing. Women are so emotional. Yeah, no, no yeah, of course we are. Men are emotional too. They just don't display it in the same way. Well, we, and that's the, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, you're fine. I just, um, yeah, I, I think those, the stereotypical narratives, uh, I think, again, I, it's time we let those go. Um, I, yeah, I know it's, I it's so easy to categorize people, but yeah, I think when we're talking about, I mean, men and women all have emotions. And if you actually, I, I think, I think if you are aware of who you are and you have a safe space to express how you feel, you find that men and women actually have a lot of the same emotions. And we actually Absolutely. will express them. We will express them in the same way once we know how to and we feel like we can. Um, 
you know, I, uh, man, so, uh, so, so, you know, one thing that I've been, um, I was going to save this for our next podcast episode. So maybe, maybe we'll go into this <laughs> a little bit here, um, and we'll talk about it, um, on the next one. But the uh, one thing I've been looking at, and I think this goes with, you know, everything is with what we're saying as far as like forgiving yourself and forgiving others, all this stuff. Everything's a moment in time. Yes. Everything's a moment in time and people are living the life that they thought was best, including ourselves, that we we were handling things the way that we thought things should be handled at that time. And, you know, the other things that you're talking about when you talk about remembering every insult and when you're talking about forgiving others is really for us and not them. I think it's 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 really for both. Like it is for both. If you can get to this point, there are things that people do that they need to take. This does not excuse people from taking ownership for their role and what they have have done and how you um responded to it. We're not saying that. And we're not no. um, anything that somebody has done that would be considered a crime. We are not excusing that. What we are oh, saying, no. what we are saying, what I'm saying is that you have to you have to be able to let go for both you and for them because the reality is everything's a moment in time and neither one of you are the same person that you were whenever that happened. And I think that's another really. Yeah, I um, yeah. I, I do agree. I, I would also say um, if somebody's at the point where they're asking you for forgiveness, that's showing an acknowledgement of wrongdoing as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is fun. It is fun. Well, because like here, here's the thing. I, I, um, it, it, it's all. I, I feel like we need a question. Jeez. What's our question? Wow. What's your TikTok niche? <laughs> Does anybody else want to watch Star Trek with me? There's your, there's your, there's your other question. Um, no, I mean, I, I think I, I feel like the question should be something, you know what? We won't do a question this week. We'll, we'll, we'll figure out. We'll ease up we'll back into it. Format. Yeah. We're, we're, that's what we're doing. We're, we're easing back into it and we still put together a podcast that's almost an hour long. So, uh, with so that, normally do then. well, yeah, one, one to two hours shorter than we normally do. <laughs> but with that, we will wrap up the conversation for this week. Um, if you guys aren't somehow connected with Rachel on uh, on TikTok, I've got her TikTok linked up in the show notes. And um, this is good. And we'll we'll definitely do it again. I have a feeling after we stop recording, we're going to iron out some details on some things. So, um, but yeah, we will uh, definitely won't be two and a half years. And uh, it's, it's, it's. This is fun. I'm glad that we've uh, gotten a chance to do it yet again. Yeah, it's good so. to see you, my friend. Yes, yeah, good to see you too. That's the other thing. We're um, we're recording in a different setup than we used to. We're actually going to like see each other. It's nice. Yeah, it is nice. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, we will wrap up here, and we will talk again 
very soon. Take care. You do the same.